So today we're going to be talking about legendary actor Irfan Khan died at the age of 53. Very unfortunate news. Uh, and we're going to talk about the Clone Wars, the last few episodes, and what we think is going to happen, and then the AMC Universal nonsense. So this comes from uh, The Guardian. Uh, Irfan Khan, one of Bollywood's most beloved stars who had achieved considerable success in the West, has died aged 53. He had been admitted to the intensive care unit of Mumbai's Kokilabin Hospital on Tuesday with a colon infection, and Wednesday morning a statement was released confirming his death. It's saddening that this day we have to bring forward the news of him passing away, read the statement. Irfan was a strong soul, someone who fought till the very end and always inspired everyone who came close to him. Despite his status of one of Bollywood's most celebrated actors, Khan had a reputation for modesty and integrity, and news of his death sent India into mourning, prompting actors, fans, and politicians from across the world to express their sadness at his death. Indian Prime Minister Narendra Modi said that Khan's demise was lost to the world of cinema and theater. He will be remembered for his versatile performances across different mediums. My thoughts are with his family, friends, and admirers. May his soul rest in peace. Fellow Bollywood actor Amitabh Bakhan, I probably pronounced that really wrong, said Khan's death left a huge vacuum. An incredible talent, a gracious colleague, a prolific contributor to the world of cinema, left us too soon, tweeted Bachachan. The charisma you brought to everything you did was pure magic, tweeted Priyanka Chopra. Your talent forged away for so many in so many avenues. You inspired so many of us. Irfan Khan, you will truly be missed. Condolences to the family. Um, yeah, it, it's, there are no words. He was a legend. And, uh, the, the sad thing is that he was finally, you know, starting to break into the American movie scene, you know, with things like Jurassic World, Slumdog Millionaire, Spider-Man. It's really unfortunate. Um, I thought he was really good in Jurassic World. I really liked Jurassic World and I thought he's one of those parts he he brought life to that movie. Uh, yeah, I want to go back. I want to watch all his Indian, all his Indian stuff, for sure. Uh, it's very unfortunate, very unfortunate. So um, keep your fun con and your and your thoughts and your prayers. Very, very sad news. So now let's talk Clone Wars. So the last two episodes were phenomenal um we're starting to see we're starting to see stuff that's really crossing into like revenge of the sith so yeah these last few episodes have been uh fantastic um i'm gonna do i'm gonna do spoilers and then i'll put in a timestamp for when spoilers are over so uh Spoilers are going to start in five, four, three, two, one. Okay, spoilers for the last two episodes of The Clone Wars. So um, these last two episodes, we're really getting into Revenge of the Sith. Um, in the newest episode, we're literally in Revenge of the Sith. Like, like Anakin has killed Count Dooku. And I really like that scene where Obi-Wan tells her he killed her and you can see he's disappointed which is interesting because I don't think we saw that in front of the set but he was disappointed and we learn in this episode 
that uh, Maul, the whole thing he wanted this entire time was to lure Anakin and kill him because he knows that he's going to be uh, uh, Palpatine's apprentice. And I think that's really interesting. And it would be cool to see him fight Anakin, but I don't think that's going to happen. Um, yeah, so this episode, we're really getting close to Order 66, and I really can't wait to see that. Um, because, you know, we don't know what happens to Ahsoka during Order 66, but I think that uh, it would be really cool if, you know, she sees Anakin, you know, killing the younglings or something, and then he lets her go. I think that would be really cool, but I don't know if we're going to get another scene with him and her. I wouldn't think it would be cool, though. But yeah, I love these two episodes, and I loved how they connect with the movies. I still think Revenge of the Sith is a bad movie, but this contextualizes some of the things we saw there. Like, Obi-Wan is about to go to Atu, or whatever you say, um, and with, and kill Grievous. So I think that's really cool. So you can watch these episodes and Revenge of the Sith in between each other, which I think is really cool. I really like the connectivity, you know. I wish that, um, like, Marvel and DC did this with their movies, where they had the shows integrate. I hope Marvel does it in the future, where they have the shows integrate with the movies like this, because I really really do enjoy this and in this episode Ashley Eckstein I mean her voice acting is absolutely incredible so is uh Sam Whitworth I mean they're both they're both just amazing I was just watching an interview with Sam Whitworth and he was talking about Maul and his end in Rebels and just I just love him as an actor as a voice actor he's absolutely incredible he should be nominated for an Emmy for the so should she um, I really just love that character of Maul. I didn't love him until Clone Wars. You know, in the Phantom Menace, he's okay, he's fine. But the name of this episode is the Phantom Apprentice, not the Phantom Menace. This episode is way better than the movie, The Phantom Menace. I mean, it's incredible. And I love just, I love that at the end, he gets captured and he's like, you all burn, you're all gonna die. And, you know, he's right and so tragic that he's actually like their chance at at surviving this slaughter um and it's really i really just love him um i'm just yeah i'm really curious to see if we're gonna see anakin again or if we'll see vader if we'll see either of them i'm really curious but yeah really loved this episode really loved the previous episode i just i really hope we see anakin or vader one more time uh yeah but I'm really curious to see what happens in the next episode because it's going to be Order 66. So yeah, really curious about that. Um, and now let's talk about this Universal and AMC thing. So basically, AMC is because Universal released their new Trolls World Tour movie straight to VOD because of the coronavirus pandemic. And now AMC is saying they're banning all Universal movies from playing because they broke the theatrical window. Um, what side am I in Universal AMC? I mean, I understand both sides. I just think that AMC isn't in any position to be making demands. That's where I am. Um, I think Disney, sh I mean, not Disney, I, I think AMC should just, just stop. Just stop because you're acting like an idiot and you're, you're like in debt. You're going to go bankrupt. 
you can't be doing this. I mean, that's really all I have to say. It's dumb. I hope AMC stops being ridiculous because they're going to ruin the movie theater industry if they keep if they keep this stuff up. So yeah, that's what I. That's really what I think about that. Next, we have some Space Jam two news. Uh, so LeBron James unveiled the logo and title for the Space Jam sequel. He posted the picture on on Instagram of him wearing a hat for the new movie, and it's Space Jam: A New Legacy. Uh, so yeah, we have an official title, A New Legacy. Cool. I don't really care that much about Space Jam. Um, I think the first film is horrible. Uh, it's a, a bad, bad movie. So I don't really care. I, sure, it's fine. I mean, what am I... What am I supposed to say? It's fine. Whatever. You know, I, I really I really could care less about any Space Jam news. Oh, oh and then uh, next, so there's going to be a Transformer animated prequel that will be playing theaters from the director of Toy Story 4, Josh Cooley. Uh, so, yeah. This is really cool. So, uh, this comes from Deadline. Hasbro's entertainment studio, E1 and Paramount, have quietly hired Josh Cooley, fresh off winning a Best Animated Film Oscar for Toy Story 4, to direct a big-scale Transformers theatrical prequel that sources said focuses on an origin story. It takes place in Cybertron, the planet from which the good guy and bad guy robots came. The film revolves around the relationship between Optimus Prime and Megatron. Um, the script was written by Andrew Bearer and Gabriel Ferrari, Scribes who did production work in Ant-Man and were the credited writers in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Hasbro E1 is running point on production of the film. The film is separate and apart from the live-action Transformers film series and the Bumblebee spinoff, and those movies continue on a fast track. But as studios take stock of restarting production, it is becoming clear that making a big-scale animated feature is easier than a live-action tentpole because so much of the work can be done while respecting social distancing. That is an issue in the acceleration of the Transformers animated film. Cooley is overseeing a final draft with the writers now. So, yeah, I think this is really cool. Anything non-Michael Bay, you know, I'll be looking forward to. But it also says that um, this movie has been, they've been working on this for years. And I think, you know, I think that's really interesting. We're working on as well. So yeah, I'm excited for this. This is this is really cool. Uh, and now, so Adam Driver is going to star in Jeff Nichols' next film. Um, Jeff Nichols, uh, he's the director of Mud and Midnight Special. Sure, I haven't seen any of his movies, but I love Adam Driver. It's really all I have to say about about this. Nothing else to say about this. And then, oh, and then the Hercules. So Disney's doing a Hercules remake, and the Russo brothers are producing, you know, you know, I don't know. I'm not that excited. I mean, I don't know. I'll watch it. I just really hope that they actually do something interesting with the remake. The Russo brothers are producing, okay. 
It's not like they're writing or anything. I don't know. I'm a little salty on this. I don't know. I'll have to see until more news about the film actually comes out. You know? Like, this really isn't that much. Oh, and then, uh, I want to talk about this. So, this is Thor Ragnarok. So, Taiko TD said he's using the Thor Love and Thunder delays to perfect a really good script. I like this. I'm glad he's using this time to make the script better. I really like this uh, because you'd think that you'd want to use this time for something like that. So, yeah, I am really, this is really good. Um, so, yeah, that's all for today.